Once again, we'd like to thank you for listening to What's Up With Ward, the podcast. For those of you who may not know, this is a podcast that focuses on love, life, relationships, and everything in between. Everyone has a story to tell, and we just want to know what's yours. And for longtime listeners, including Phil Coleman, salute. My name is Wardy Ward, and I'm your host today. My partner in crime on the show is not with us today, but he's here in spirit. Nevertheless, we want to tell you this, that the What's Up Award podcast really enjoys and supports individuals who start, run, or have their own businesses. Our in-studio guest today definitely falls in this category. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to introduce you to Mr. Anthony D. Rogers. Welcome to the show, Anthony. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. And how are you doing, Ward? Hey, you know, I'm doing all right, man. Thanks for asking. Before we All jump right. into everything, just ask a few questions so we can get the listeners a background a little bit about who you are. So tell us, are you married? And if so, how long? Uh, married now about 20 years. 20 years? You're a veteran yeah. in the game. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> any kids? I have five kids. Five, five kids. Okay. Which one's a favorite? Oh, wow. I guess that'd be my third. But I, I'm not supposed to say that. <laughs> I was just messing with you. Okay. And... Yeah. Um, and since you're a business person, what is your uh, educational background? Um, I have a high school diploma okay. um, and some college. Okay. Where'd you go to college at? Uh, Ivy Tech. Okay, good. Yeah, my daughter goes there. Great school. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ivy Tech. All right. Now, did you grow up in Indianapolis or did you, were you a transplant here like myself? Uh, born and raised here in Indianapolis, east side of town. Oh, the east side, boy. I wish my partner was here. He, he loves talking about the east side. He claims oh, that the yeah. east side is is the roughest side. Do you agree with that? I do agree. <laughs> oh, man. Dang. He man. wins again. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, so, also, tell me this. Um, well, I'm going to get into the transportation business, but I just sure. like asking these two questions for um what are some of the other ventures you got into before you started getting into the transportation business or trucking? Uh, it's, it's always been healthcare. And as a matter of fact, still in healthcare. It's always in healthcare. Um, I've learned to love and grow in that area prior to laying brick, but it's 90% is always healthcare. Uh, there's a strong love there. Okay, good, good. And so you're, you're actually working two jobs right now then? Well, I've used this as a means to keep all licensing um, valid. Okay. Um, okay. And I've also used it as a plan B. Uh, there's, okay. a winter time, there's a wintertime uh, portion there, and I use it as a plan B. All right. That's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. What was what, what was your uh, – so you've been with the same company in the past or just in that field, in, in the healthcare field? Yeah. In, in that field, some may recognize it or know it as a um, healthcare assistant, a uh-huh. CNA, um, going a little bit further with some um, gathering from other credentials, which will be a, a QMA, passing medications, and uh, psych attendant, just gathering those, uh, uh, what you want to call those, those, those credentials as I move, move along in the healthcare field. I see. Yeah. How often do you have to recertify for something like that? Uh, once a year. Oh wow! Is it like yeah. is it challenging, or is just stuff you do every day? Well, stuff I do every day. It's not challenging at all. Just you know, um, it's more so something you you just learn to do. You just learn to do. So as long as you work once a month, you can maintain um, your space. You can I maintain uh, uh, your licensing. I see. That makes yeah. sense. 
So, so um, let's let's get into this transportation then. So, what's the name of your company? A uh, Joy Riders LLC. Joy Riders. Okay. Well, yeah. what what made you come up with that name? Uh, I'm the guy who's always seemed to be happy, uh, happy in the group, uh-huh. and uh, we just decided let's do it. And maybe even one day at the end of the word joy, it'll say more than trucking. Say, <laughs> yeah, you know, Joy Riders Transportation, Joy Riders Prom, Driving Limousines, Joy mm. Riders. Um, who knows airplane flights? Right. Yeah, you got you got to think big, man. That's the magic of it all. You got to think oh, big. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, let me ask you this: Were there some other names that you passed on that you were close before choosing Joy? Yes, Brick Riders. <laughs> wow, that's a difference. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. So tell us, what steps did you take to get started in this business and what is it that you actually do? Well, the steps, I'll say this, there's several ways to do one thing or another, or my main phrase I use, there's several ways to grandma's house. Mm. And um, even in starting, there's a lot of uh, YouTube uh, that can give you some advice. There's a lot of books internet and um, family and friends so you you have to kind of choose which way you want to go and I chose the slow route the very very slow route as it's very hard to maneuver uh, with five children uh, and a wife Mm -hmm. but you have but one has to do what they have to do right right absolutely yeah yeah so I chose the slow route and the careful route which was that was a YouTube or is it family which Uh, one Mine, I used a lot of YouTube, but I started slower than most uh, people starting to buy a truck and start driving to do a business. I, I, I believe I moved a lot slower than some of my um, counterparts. Were you being more cautious or careful? or Very, very careful not to um, uh, lose one employment. Um I guess I can say going after this as this adventure or at the time was a hobby mm-hmm. in the process of breaks or in between jobs or whatever you want to say, I would um, study, study trucking, listen to YouTube, read books. And what seems to be easy to get started, I would watch a lot of failure uh, from my counterparts Oh, and, and, yeah, and, and friends. So I decided I'm going to go slow, continue to work, do what I have to do. And then one day I'll launch and see what happens. Okay. So, yeah. so what is it that you actually move or w- w- tell me a little bit about your business itself? Like, w- what is what do you actually do? We actually go on load boards and bid, and we'll move freight and what we call general freight, which could be C clamps, uh, car parts, paper, cardboard. It can be uh, anything that is non hazardous, uh, no chemicals. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what we're doing doesn't require a CDL. It was getting a chauffeur's license, which is now called for hire. Okay. As uh, long as we've maintained uh, anything under a certain weight, we can use those licenses to haul that freight. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you you said you go to a a, a log board. Load. It's a load board. Okay. Um, there's a load board where there's a lot of commodity in America being moved around, and pretty much everything is, is on a truck. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, you'll log in, you'll see a lot of loads, what I call are things being moved around on certain websites. And there are several companies bidding to take those items, maybe from one state to another or right in your own hometown. So we, I've learned to start bidding on those items and um, moving them uh, more so from state to state. And I'll okay. say my, mainly our, our neighboring states. Mm-hmm. Like Ohio, yeah. Illinois, Tennessee. Exactly, exactly. Kentucky. Every now and then, I'll go to Alabama or or Texas. But for the most part, your neighboring states. Okay. So, so give me like a day in the life of this. So, I go to the to the load board. I find something that I want to do, and then I just uh-huh. say, "This is how much I think that should cost." Or are they telling you this is how much we'll pay you? We'll pay you like. 5,000 to, to move these widgets. Is that how that works? Close. Very, very close. What it is is that you actually, at least I've learned, to bid on it by mileage. Um, most items are moving from $2.50 per mile, which is fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes you can get it for $3 350 a mile, depending on how fast someone wants to move that commodity. Um, but as I was learning, and I guess no one person knows who we were at the, at the time, we would bid on a load for about two bucks a mile. Mm-hmm. And I see from here to Chicago, maybe let's say if it's 200 miles, and then I would bid 200 times two, $2. And I would let that company know, I'll take this for you. Uh, that, and I am insured um, for about 400 bucks. And that company would say yes or no. And then after a while, you get good at it, um, you use another company, another company. And then that same company, if they like you, may call you back. You establish relationships. You start your network. Hmm. And that one process, uh, that one process, I would say, I mean, we're, we're speaking of it within five, ten seconds. But that process was grueling, very grueling, because no one knows you. That no mm. one will allow, allow you to even take their products across state line. Wow. Um, so there's some things, being the new guy, you just have to uh, be a little lower, uh, be patient, um, play the waiting game. And then once you get started, things start to move. I see. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So what, what type of truck do you need to bid on whatever they have? Or, or is that on you or on them? I, it's more so on me. Um, for example, I would see something, the weight, 5,000 pounds. Mm-hmm. I know I can take that with my chauffeur's license. I'm going to stay under 13,000. So okay. I'm 5,000 pounds. I would take it. I know the going rate could be 250 or three, or three bucks per mile, but I would bid to just get myself in the door uh, $1.85 or $2 a mile, and that company would trust me to move their product. Hmm. Okay. So do you, you own your own truck then I take it, right? Or trucks? Well, nope. I, I actually lease. It was safer for me to lease because um, everything must be perfect when on the road. Uh, there's DOT officers mm-hmm. who would see the white truck and for some reason, one reason or another, they would they really like to pull that truck over and inspect. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yes. So um, I started leasing the trucks as a as a way to sample the market to sample how much um business i would use how, um 
to gain my networking, this beautiful, nice white truck that can get the job done, I use that as a means to uh, show we meant business. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and it worked. It worked. I just didn't grab a old, beat-up 2001 26-foot box truck and, and got going. No, there's certain uh, qualifications. There are certain rules and regulations you must follow to be out there on the road. I see. So, so, your time. so these DOT officers that pull people over, what, what are they looking for? I mean, they can just pull you over just for whatever? Absolutely. That white truck, you, you are held to a standard of all uh, what I consider uh, or call um, Department of Transportation rules and regulations. I think one month I was stopped a total of three times. Oh, wow. Uh, they want to inspect, they want to see, they want to find a violation. And if they find a violation, they will write you a ticket. Oh, then that uh, goes against their license, doesn't it? Exactly. There, there's a stamp put on what you have worked so hard to get that DOT license. There's a stamp or a violation put on your, your title, your name, your business. So you have to be careful. So that in turn probably affects your insurance if you're getting these tickets or violations. Exactly. And you're put out of the game very quickly because you cannot um, move product with a truck that hasn't met those qualifications. Okay. So so when you lease the truck, the truck is what pretty much guaranteed from the leaser that this, this will pass DOT? Exactly. The truck is DOT inspected, DOT certified. Uh, the the truck is held up to all standards. Not only that, um, if the truck breaks down, they'll come fix it, come take care of it, replace tires, replace mm. engines. I've been as far as 400 miles away, and that company uh, has a network that will come and fix that truck and keep wow. it up, up to standards. So it was worth it. Uh, for me to uh, lease versus someone else saying it may be better to buy. I didn't want to take that option. So how, that chance. how long are you going to continue to lease? Are you ever going to own your own truck or is this, is this just working good for you? Right now it's working good. The goal is to own your own truck. Uh, the, that will create more funding and more money. But, and that's the goal. Um, but we chose to continue to lease as we were growing, adding more drivers. Uh, and we wanted each truck to be efficient and uh, DOT certified and everything to run smooth. Okay. So now what kind of truck are you releasing again? Just like you said, a box truck? A 26-foot box truck. Okay. And you just need a chauffeur's license to to drive that? Yeah, exactly. And now the name has changed to for hire license. Um, Ideally, the better equipped that truck is with a, a lift gate, and a pallet jack and a few blankets, the more people would use you, including straps. Hmm. Wow, that is interesting. So, oh, yeah. so, well, so that's why you said, you know, the amount of weight, uh, I think you said under 13,000 pounds. That's, that's your max. Exactly, exactly. That's, hmm. that's, the, that's the safe zone. That's the safe zone. And you'll be surprised, again, as everything in America is moved on a truck, you'd be surprised what is all out there to get started and get going. Yeah. But it, does, it does take um, just a little bit of hard work, dedication, but surprisingly, uh, somewhat easy. So tell me this: so when you when you use the these pallet jacks and different things, where what do you get this training from? 
Well, the pallet jack, uh, you can easily learn that from YouTube. What I chose to do was drive with a friend to see what's going on. Um, and it's pretty easy to get with the driver and just, just to see uh, how are you maneuvering this pallet jack? Uh, how are you covering up your items? How are you strapping things down? But a lot of it I've learned through, through YouTube, watching others, mm-hmm. um, uh, reading on how to secure your freight. Um, so you so so things don't spill, so you don't have an accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So did you learn the hard way about making sure stuff is strapped down? <laughs> did you have any? Oh, oh, absolutely. I've watched a lot of friends spill strawberries and blueberries, and uh, but I've watched closely and decided to do things the right way. If you have a four corner pallet, you should be strapping things down with four straps. Some people cut corners, and when those corners are cut, you see the mistakes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So not one insurance claim. So your insurance covers that stuff? You, oh, yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yes. Oh, okay. yes. All right. What, let me go back to the, the these uh, DOT officers pulling you over. When they pull you over, do you have a certain time frame you need to get product from point A to point B? And if you're, if you're being held up by them... Uh, what, what what happens? What do you say? I'm sorry I was late, or they still pay you, or is there a penalty? What you have to do is leave a little early. Be responsible, just like your regular job. You shouldn't be getting to work at 7. You should be there at 7. And it's the same thing with us. Um, you need to be there at 8 o'clock. Let's leave a little early to give way for traffic, uh, give time for uh, and make room for DOT. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do our best to make sure we're on time. That way, it keeps us from not bidding, but it keeps us from um, uh, it keeps us the customer continue to call us back to just to be efficient. I see. I see. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, how many uh, drivers do you have? Or do you have a partnership with someone, or is it just uh, you guys hiring people? No, right now we're not hiring. It's right now it's just me. Um, but I do have two drivers. Okay. I do have two. I, I do have two drivers. Um, but right now we're not hiring. Uh, right now we were trying to uh, downsize as we want to try and go a different direction. Okay, so you're downsizing with, with all that money out there. You you, you, you want to pass on the money. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, we want to, but I'll say this too, with without hesitation. It's a shame that this thing is not taught more to a young man or a woman who really wants to do it because if you have the passion, it could be done. My third month, I was grossing $40,000 a month. Ooh, 40 racks a month? 40. Oh, wow. yeah. Wow, jeez. Oh, yeah. So... It can be done. It can be done. It's just uh, hard work pays off. Hard work pays off. You was getting 40, 40 racks a month with a box truck. Box truck. How far box you got? How far do you have to travel to, to earn that kind of income? Because that's it's not a well. It's not good. about how far. It's not about how far. It's about um, being the business owner. Um, it's about being a little savvy um mm-hmm. for, for example catching people who just can't move a load and instead of charging two bucks a mile you might be charging three awesome um, um and then learning sometimes the market studying the market studying the crops 
knowing when the drivers are traveling down south um, to the warmer climate. A little bit of savviness in there, but you don't have to run for the 40. Let's just run for the 15. Let's run for the 15. Let's run for the 20. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes there is, there can can be headaches running for 40,000. But I say that just to say uh, a little guy, five foot five from the east side of uh, Indianapolis. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Making, what, 30,000 a year completely changed everything. Man, yeah, that's, yeah, that's how I was saying. Forty thousand people don't even make that a year. A lot of people, the average person, I'm thinking. So that's that's really good. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. So so let me ask this then: what what do the what's the average price of leasing a box truck costing? I, I just love to well, that. Again, it depends on if you're traveling or it depends on if you're using something in town. I would say if you're using something in town, you may pay. Uh, a thousand or fifteen hundred per week. Um, per, per per month on it. Uh, per month, I'm sorry, per per month. But if you're traveling, you can pay anywhere from three to four thousand per month. If you're traveling beyond state lines. But that's that's not bad at all. That's no, that's not, 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 not bad. Uh, I've learned in the trucking industry there is um, bigger numbers you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Greater yeah. numbers cut the cost of gas, the cost of insurance, the cost of um, errors and mistakes, the cost of, um, if you have your own truck, of a flat tire and calling those out to fix even a belt on a truck or a fan. Uh, there, there is a, a major cost difference, in my opinion, a whole new world, um, but it can be a good world. It mm-hmm. can be. Yeah. yeah. It can be a terrible world. So if we're looking at fifteen hundred a month local for mm-hmm. ten months, that's like fifteen thousand that you'd save if you had your own vehicle. However, yeah. the the balance on that is if something goes wrong, because the transmission on one of those trucks is easy when you north of ten thousand. Yes, so, yes, yes, yes. I've I've watched friends stuck in Chicago. I've watched friends stuck in Philadelphia, uh, waiting for services that could take five, six, seven days where you're grounded and stuck in a different state uh, waiting for your truck to be fixed. So there are several ways to look at is it a benefit to lease or is there a benefit to own? Mm -hmm. There's several ways to look at it. Yeah, it seems like you definitely want to buy a new truck. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, I was also looking at like those Sprinter vans. So that Mm -hmm. probably wouldn't be as efficient as the box truck, would it? Well... I would say it is efficient. You just have to drive more. It's almost like carrying one donut to Florida. You're not going to make any money. Mm-hmm. If you care, but the more donuts you carry to Florida, to Florida, the more money you'll make. Um, so with a box truck, you can carry a lot of donuts. With a Sprinter, you can carry less. Um, however, a Sprinter, which is something we are very interested in, uh, it doesn't meet the same DOT requirements. Um, it doesn't meet um, there's certain standards it just doesn't uh, it just doesn't apply to that truck is that a good thing it can be a good thing it can be a very good thing just knowing you have to drive a little bit um, further mm-hmm. uh, maybe maybe more miles and also depends on how you use that sprinter okay but but we're very interested in the sprinter as we have experienced some headaches with um, over, over the road driving. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because then yeah. you have to stay in hotels and different things like this. And exactly, exactly, staying in hotels, making sure you're sleep, making sure you're following your sleep charts and keeping up with your. Um, back then, uh, I think the latest 2017 or 18, we stopped using logbooks. We're, we're now on the electronic, but mm-hmm. with a sprinter, you're not subject to those rules. Oh, you can just drive all day and end the sprinter. Exactly, exactly. But the space is the same, though. Like you're saying, because I'm looking at this. I'm just really thinking about this. is so fascinating to me because yeah. the box truck got, is, is pretty big, but that Sprinter is not as much. But I get you got to make more trips to get that same money. So, yeah, tough call, yeah. tough call. Yeah, it, tough call, it is. But if you use it right, you can um, be just as successful. I think there was... Um, what, in my mind, my memory, I'm saying I think I took one medical refrigerator to Tennessee, hmm. Clarksville, Clarksville, Tennessee, and they paid me nine nine hundred and fifty dollars. Nine hundred fifty. Yes, I now I could have taken that medical refrigerator inside the Sprinter. Mm-hmm. So, so it's just you have to be a little savvy, but you can make sometimes the same amount of money with a Sprinter than you can uh, in a box truck. Well, the thing about that is you got to pay your own gas, right? That's right. That's so if right. you went there at $9.50, you got to be figuring out. So you probably do the fuel cost. And you, before you take a load, let me see. Okay, it's going to cost me X amount of gallons, this and that. So, yes. Or yes, yes. or do you pick up another load when you're coming back? Exactly. Uh, sometimes, uh, depending on the driver or depending on myself, um, if, you leave, if you leave on Monday, you may not want to come back home until Thursday or Friday. Um, which plays a big factor in every driver's life. Do you want to do off the road, local, or what is local to you? Me running running to Tennessee and back after a while becomes local. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 you just don't feel like you're leaving home anymore. You still feel like it's your neighborhood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So how is it driving out there in the wintertime? Horrible. Very horrible. I learned a really big lesson with even adding additives to your fuel tank. If you don't add, your truck would not start in the morning. Mm. Truck would not start in the morning. Um, So it's a lot of gentlemen or women, they want to park their vehicle more so in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, then do something else. Or you can run to southern states, right? Exactly. That's, yeah. Yeah, some people travel and stay down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I've learned that from a lot of semi-drivers, meeting so many people on the road and watch how they're doing it. Uh-huh. Um, some of the, the people I've met um, are very impressed on how we were able to move a lot of what the semi is doing with just a box truck. They couldn't believe we started something with no CDO license. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, what worries did you have about starting this venture? I know you had mentioned earlier that you had another job and you have a family. Oh, yeah. were, were you worried about the the what ifs in this situation? Oh, I, oh, absolutely. All I know is work and work doubles and work doubles and work doubles is trying to take care of your family. Mm-hmm. That's all I know. So to jump out and start a business is something I've never done. It takes a big leap of faith. A big yes. leap of faith. Especially yes. when things are not going right. Um, you, you you tend to shake and go back to what you know 
best. Yep. And for me, that, yeah, yeah, oh yes, that's working in the healthcare industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did stretch out on faith, um, uh, and I just told myself, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try or die. That's the that's the attitude I had, um, and it worked. It mm-hmm. worked. And all I can say is this: there's an old man on the east side of Indianapolis who inspired me, uh, selling brooms for ten dollars a broom. Mm. And he had about 20 brooms. And they were all sold. So if you do the math on that, about 200 mm. bucks. Yep, 200, yeah. 200 in one day. He told me business is always better. And here I am at work all day and cannot clear 200 a day. Yeah. So I said, if this old man can sell brooms <laughs> for 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I am going to try my best to move these to move this truck and then the next truck and the next truck that's all you gotta do one step yes. at a time get you to that's a right. thousand miles before you know it yes that's right that's right how much capital did you did you need to get started doing this well that is um uh i've read the question again i know when i, I first said it, there are several ways at grandma's house mm-hmm. depending on what you're doing you can start this especially if you see a need in your community and you have a box truck you may find one on and make payments you may find one that requires a little bit of work but i used about 10 to eleven thousand as i was going the slow way Mm -hmm. um that that is a savings that i did not want to touch but i did it Mm -hmm. i went i went the slow route someone can start a business with about 3500 and then somebody can start a business with about, uh, like I did, ten thousand or eleven thousand dollars. It just depends on what you're doing and what market you're after. Okay, so talk me. I, I like your way. You seem very methodical in your in your methods of getting this done. Mm-hmm. What what is what, what would the ten thousand be going to? Like insurance, uh, yes, truck. Yes, yes. For example, uh, credit plays a big part in it. Where there's most companies want to sell you an insurance contract for a year. Okay. I bought that. I bought that insurance contract. Or you can go with Progressive, and Progressive will let you pay monthly. Mm-hmm. And I didn't go the Progressive route because at the time my credit did not allow me to go the route of Progressive. Okay. But they would take me, or they did take me, with making an agreement to pay this expensive insurance which is about uh, 850 at the time monthly 850 exactly so that's what, what why is, i went yeah that's, go ahead, why sorry. I, that, that's why i went the long route what is that what do you get for for 850 what do they cover breakdown break a million a million dollar coverage they call it where mm. if you feel your load on the street and check your vehicle they'll cover up to a million uh, up to a million Mm-hmm. Oh yes, oh yes. So, um, which is a major, major important part of the business. Uh, but that was just a portion. I maybe put three thousand down for that. Um, I know people can go downtown and get a, their tax tax ID number, uh-huh. the EI the EIN, and get started. Well, because I was working, I chose a company, paid them three hundred dollars. They did everything for me. Mm-hmm. All my articles set everything up for me. Um, 
and while I'm at work, it was being done for me. Okay, so about like legal yeah. Zoom or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know if I can say that or not, but yeah, legal <laughs> Zoom. Yeah, yeah, legal Zoom helped me, and it was so nice to come home and it's done. Yeah, the name that the name is picked out. Um, they did a search where it's um, uh, not being used by someone else, and to see those articles done for me by a professional company, mm-hmm. they're nice and neat, tucked in my file cabinet. Yeah, and you said it's about three fifty. About three fifty, and. Um, nice complete package now Mm. some people would say that's foolish but for me it made me feel good for a person who could not leave Mm. a person who just did not trust my own hands yes uh, all all I've known all my life is to work that's it just to work Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. that's that's a good point one of my favorite books is uh, man can't guide his own footsteps so sometimes you might want to go to somebody else you know yes Time, time is money so and, and speaking of that have you made your money back you had a ten thousand dollar investment so far have you made that back yes i i, I did make that back I, I made that back in roughly i'll say five months dang got it back so everything else was profit after that point yes everything else is profit uh but i will it's a grueling profit because your life changes in that truck you're counting the restroom Number one and number twos, you're counting um, your sleep to live and do things over, over the road in a box truck. It's, it is not easy. It is not easy. And that's why we have decided to uh, taper down a little bit and let's buy some comfort. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's um, not take as many donuts for, say, to Florida. Yes. Um, let's not aim for 40000 a month. Let's aim for the fifteen. Um, and split that two ways or three ways well we're hoping for each vehicle to make 15 oh okay um, so so we'll try and that and that depends on what customers yes uh, that yeah that depends on um what we're gonna what we're gonna try that's a slow move process um that we're gonna do um sometimes going for that that 40 can can be tough it's, it's not easy at all yeah yeah. So, so you you said you you're leasing three trucks and you're going to shoot yes. for fifteen. So that's still forty five a month. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. That's, so at what point do you let go of the health care, real? And when, when we, if if at all? Well, I'm I don't know. I don't know. Um, I hold on to it as a plan B. Mm-hmm. Um, matter of fact, we decided to uh, turn in a, a couple of trucks as I decided as it's getting cold. Um, let me come back to the healthcare, uh, do what I do best. Um, and then it's getting warm. We're already sitting, sitting, sitting around making plans, yep. um, to, to switch out. This is the year that we are switching out, moving from the box truck to the Sprinter vehicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have identified a few carriers, um, uh, who needs help. We have identified even Amazon that needs help. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we're gonna give it a try. Okay, but we're, we're gonna give it a try. The only thing I probably wouldn't like about Amazon is doing apartments. I, I would hate to go to the third floor if you got to do that. That's, but that's just a caveat that could be easily worked out. But seem like yeah. that would be a pain or dogs or you know. Right, right, and and that part of delivery of Amazon that would be for the gentleman who wants to be home with his family each night. We're looking at loading up loads with Amazon from the warehouse to warehouse 
oh, moving I things from okay. Indianapolis to Kentucky, uh, Kentucky to Illinois, uh, putting mm-hmm. three to four pallets in that Sprinter van. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like that idea. That's a good idea. Uh, yes. Okay, yeah, because like I said, Amazon's always growing. This I found a couple of new uh, Amazon warehouses not too far from my house that I didn't even know existed out there. Uh, past yes. the Cumberland area, it's one out there. I think it's Mount Comfort area. I saw one out there. Yes, yes, yes. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're on the move. Oh, so yes. Anthony, Anthony, tell me this: How did you know, or what made you think you could be a success at this? Because society seems to give you that 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 pipe dream if you got to go to school you got to get this degree you got to do this what made you think that you could actually do this with no experience in the trucking game because i've learned and um i'll give credit to my father i have watched him work hard uh be successful and i just know hard work pays off and it's paid off for me but i wanted to pay off in a different way I knew I could be successful if all you have to do is drive. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that sounds easy, but if all I have to do is take these donuts to Michigan and that's it, I can do that. And I knew I can do that. Um, and if I have to find more donuts in Michigan and bring them back home, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would watch and study um, and, and I'll even give credit to there's a gentleman out there on YouTube named Icewater. I oh. watched him every day with a notebook and took took notes. And to me, I can do that. I can learn how to back this truck up um, into the docks. I practice on um, some warehouses at night backing this truck up into a dock, and I found it very easy. Mm-hmm. So it was it was my 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 my, my passion, my drive. Yes. And to do to do things very slow and to be to gain that to gain that confidence to do so mm-hmm. and that's, that's moving slow methodical um watching a lot of youtube reading a few books and i just felt like okay um now i think i feel like i can do this i think i'm ready i'm ready to make mistakes um people will not believe how much i charge for my first load but I was so, so, um, let me use the word tenacity, uh-huh. so much tenacious activity with inside of me, a load that should have been paid about $700. I took it for 200. Mm. I wasn't worried about the money up front. I'm going to take this load and learn. It was the best load ever, the best $200 that I've ever made because I did it did it on my own from here to Chicago. Mm, mm, yes. Smiling all the way, huh? <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. And being being robbed, being misused, but for me, this was my opportunity. This is me breaking the ice. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Uh-huh. And um to leave here, load it up, go to Chicago, back that thing up and unload, sign the papers, sign the documents, wave goodbye, and that was it. Mm. And I could but that was it and but it was such a moment and a relief for me mm-hmm. that's good i've always wondered about backing those trucks so that'd be my concern i've i've thought about many times like i have a lot of family members who drive and i was like man how do you back that thing up i mean because it's oh, like yeah. it's almost like a house you know yeah it is it is, it is. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah but after a while that house becomes yours 
after mm. a while that that house is nothing it's almost it's just backing up in your driveway very slowly very yeah slowly. yeah well, you're right it's be careful and probably repetition after you know like you said but yes so what did, oh, what did yeah. you get to practice at at these where just went to empty warehouses or something or just oh yes i would rent a rider truck which is dock high i would rent um any box truck from rider or enterprise that was dock high and this is a part of my cost for just one day mm-hmm. it's in, and it's in my driveway no business not ready to move at all no insurance using their insurance on on on, on the truck and I would seek out a few warehouses and just back up, hit the dock door, and then leave. And I would do it maybe um, once or twice a month in the course of six months. That was mm. my practice. That was me practicing. Um, still not ready, but that was a part of me learning, mm-hmm. teaching myself. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, convincing yourself too. Yes. Yeah. Well, speaking yeah. of convincing, did you have to have that conversation with your wife? Hey, you know what? I'm going to leave this medical field. You know, this is steady, safe work. And I'm going out there on the road. It, was that a conversation? Or how, how did that go? Yeah, I recommend and tell every driver, when you even think about driving, that's the first one you want to bring. Because uh, it's a major, major life change. Mm-hmm. A major, major life journey. Um, we are accustomed to being at home each night. Some of us who work nine to five or 11 to seven. Yes. And it's a conversation that must be had or it could destroy a family. Oh, yeah. yeah definitely yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, you yeah. got to have two good communicators in any relationship. So that always helps when you can come to somebody, you know, with uh, with your research. And you've obviously done that. Oh, so. yes. Oh, yes. And there's another good thing, too, that persuades the spouse, whether it's the male or the female, I would donate one load to my wife. Say what? I would donate one load to the wife. So after, let's say, delivering to, uh, let's say, Chicago, and I've made $800, that $800 was just for her. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You can't beat that. That's right. That's a way to keep her cheering for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. smart. Somebody yeah. has really coached you well. Who is this in your corner that's giving you all this, this positivity? I'm going to give it to the YouTube personality who doesn't even know me. His name is Icewater813. Okay, so yeah. Icewater813. Mm. Oh, yes. I'm yeah. going to check him out. I'm going to see what he's yeah. about then. Since, uh, oh, yeah. Who knows? He may listen. I'm going to send him a shout out too and let him know that he encouraged you. Yeah, he did. Um, he did. <clears throat> now, uh, another question I have for you is I know you, you mentioned several products that you move is there anything you won't transport uh, chemicals I, I have I do not have a, um, a, a license or the hazardous material license I, um, I know I, I should get that in the future but right now I do not have it so I, I can't move it I okay. can't move those items okay okay yeah. well what are the some of the, the more unique items in that you have actually moved I'm very impressed with to- the carpet for Toyota. To be paid to move carpet for the inside of your cars was this exciting to me. Mm. Um, to be paid to move paper from in- Indiana State Fair to Kentucky, uh, it just blows my mind that this is how America moves. Mm-hmm. Every every chair, every pencil, every ink pen, every fan is on a truck, so everything is moved on on a truck. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yes, I, I didn't realize how important truckers were 
until yeah. really COVID hit, I think people realize a lot of things were important, but especially truckers, you know, because yeah, oh, they, yeah. they're moving America, man. Yes. Oh, yes. So, Anthony, do you think anybody can do this job? No, uh, anybody cannot. And the proof was in the pudding. I recruited drivers um, and more drivers who want to give it a try and they want to take a joy ride. And I said, let's try it. Let's turn Indianapolis upside down. And the couch is powerful. Mm -hmm. uh, and some girlfriends and boyfriends are more powerful than the other. Yes. And some people hang it up. Mm -hmm. uh, there's another factor. I promised someone I'll show you how to get about 2000 a week. But I know in my heart what we really can do. Mm -hmm. This this gentleman, his first week, made 6000 6000 Well, he ran and told all his friends and... Um, out of eight people trying, only two were successful because it's a lifestyle change, and people just don't understand that. Mm -hmm. It's a life. It's a lifestyle change. You are calculating restroom time. You're calculating food. Um, you're away from your family. You're homesick. You're you're missing your recliner. Yeah, Man, well, you you're missing. Yes. You, you said calculating restroom time. You mean you got to watch what you eat and stuff like that? Yes. Um, watch what you eat. Watch what you drink, or you'll be stopping all day long at a gas station. That could be ugly. Yeah, I just had no clue how important that was to make <laughs> it to your next destination. I, when I first started, I stopped at every rest stop. Oh, man. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, oh, yes. so what's the secret then to eat like every certain like four or five hours or something? Or how do you balance that? <laughs> sips, eat your meal slow and take small sips of water. Take small sips of water, but it's just very, very important. Sometimes you get where you're going, and the warehouse rules are you cannot use our restroom. Ooh! So let's calculate before you get to your destination. Where will you stop before you make a delivery? Mm, man, that is oh, yeah. definitely a, a need to know situation. I didn't even consider that. Yes. Oh, yes. So you got to be looking for like Walmart or something, and that could be bad as well. Exactly. Walmart, gas stations, anything. Before you get to point A, let's make a pit stop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then you got to navigate the truck in that parking lot, or exactly, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Um, was there anything that you wish you would have known in the beginning that you now know how to do much better? Yes. Oh, yes. That would be to purchase someone else's old DOT number. Uh, there's a lot of men who are retiring with great records and great DOT numbers. They are selling those numbers. And numbers with a history on it um, is very good in this industry. I mean, I know that's a, a subject within itself. Um, but DOT numbers right now, I think they're in the, maybe the three or the four thousands. So when you see a number starting with a 3,000, you... Okay, Ant, you said that you could buy a DOT number and you didn't have yes. the, the MC number. Okay, explain those two for me first. What was the right. DOT number and what's the MC number? The MC number, is a, it allows you to move across state lines anywhere okay. in America. Okay. The DOT is more so numbers uh, as you are just the delivery driver or whoever for your company. But the MC allows me to move, they call it interstate or intrastate, 
around the country. Um, I did not know by buying both, I needed to have those numbers insured. I received a letter to um, have insurance within 30 days. Mm. And I wish I only bought DOT at the time. Because I now had to run and find insurance, something I was not ready for. Mm. Which was another reason I bought a or purchased a lease truck and insured it myself with the million dollar coverage. To me, I would have done that a little bit better. So the when you lease it, they cover the MC number and DOT number for you? No, you have to have your own insurance. So when you lease a truck, you just lease a truck. You also have to insure the product that you're going to be hauling. So I had to find an insurance package quickly. Mm. And they, so did you get a good deal on that package since you were in such a rush? Absolutely not. Because when you're brand new, nobody wants to work with you. Mm. Yeah. Um, wow. I also, there's some in-depth uh, insurance things that really, there's only about three to four major insurance companies in the world. Um, so you can't be asking for a lot of quotes for trucking insurance or from different people. Um, it it, it kind of hurts you a little bit. The trucking world is totally different. Wow. So so how, how would somebody know all this going in? Well, I guess you said you got to go to YouTube to, and people actually explain all this for you? <laughs> yes, some of it is. Uh, you will be surprised what's on there. There's a nice encyclopedia of information, but this was a part of some knowledge I just didn't learn until I actually... Um, that involved. So I had maybe five good speed bumps that I wish I did not um, go over, but I had to. A part of my learning process. Wow. Joining a whole new industry. Mm-hmm. This is why I say I spent ten to eleven thousand dollars. I see. So, so you probably could have came out a little lighter if you had, I guess. But you know, it's, it's, it's not. I don't consider that a failure. Consider it learn. You learn what not to do. So yes, exactly. Sometimes exactly. it costs more, you know, to, to learn this lesson, but I, I don't think you'll make those mistakes again. So no. that's the cost of doing business. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it, it felt wonderful to warn the next young man who was trying, hey, don't do this. Don't do that. Um, and oh, man, you saved me some money. Yeah. Um, you're glad to do so. Yeah. I probably would have charged somebody for that information. <laughs> but. <laughs> um, all right okay mr rogers before we wrap up our show uh we do this little thing called getting to know you where i ask you a few rapid fire questions and then we'll wrap it up okay all right okay first question is how would your friends and family describe you dedicated dedicated okay cool Uh, how would you describe yourself in one word focused oh i like that focus what is your biggest pet peeve I'll say lackadaisical. Mm. Procrastination. Procrastination. <laughs> yep, I gathered it from, from this interview. Yeah. You, don't, you, don't let, you don't have a tolerance of people who never get it. Exactly. Okay. What, what is something you're not good at? You seem like you're so good at everything. Is there anything you don't do well? Basketball. Oh, wow. I uh, love basketball. <laughs> you tried yeah. it, just didn't work for you, huh? It didn't work. I think it's my height. Okay. At least I can, I can blame it on my height. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What are you most proudest of in your life? Um, consistency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. If you could work in a, in a different field or a different job, starting over again, what would it be? 
I would say healthcare on a higher level. Okay. Higher higher education. I really enjoy uh, helping one's life, being a part of someone's path. Okay. And can you tell us something about yourself that most people don't know? Uh, sure. I am um, a secret helper. A secret helper. Oh. I I, I, yes. I, I don't need an audience. I love a little bit of philanthropy that I do have. Um, I, I love to help someone in need because I needed that at one time. Okay. Um, I, I don't need an audience to um, for people to know that, hey, this guy helped someone's apartment bill or he did this or did that. I'll help in secret and move on. That's nice. I think they. I, I think I seen your TV show. It's called Secret Millionaire. I, I think I know. It's, I, I, I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, how do you balance work life activities since you're on the road and in the in the medical field? How do you balance the two? Very difficult. Very difficult. Uh, very very carefully, I would say. Very okay. carefully. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, even on some time, on some cases, taking your family with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't blame you. I would do that too. Oh, oh yes. Uh-huh. Um, this one is a tough one. What, what do you think your biggest learning lesson or failure would be? And, and what did you learn from that experience? Being too nice is a, a failure of mine. Being too nice is a failure. There's some things in the business that I wanted so bad that being nice to obtain that is a huge failure. Mm. So you had to toughen up a little bit with some stuff, huh? Oh, yes, I did. Oh, yes, I did. And it, it, it hurts to be tough, but we have to. Okay. Yeah. So what did you learn from that experience? Just to to, to come in a, a little harder or? Come in a little harder. Straight, straight shooter. These are the rules. Eight. Even though there's some gray areas between each letters, each each numbers, there's some gray area mm-hmm. where we can be human, but sometimes you can't be human. Right. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I remember mm-hmm. when I took my first job as a supervisor at, a, at IPS schools. One of the uh, higher ups told me, he said, he said, I never want you to forget this word. He said, you can always lighten up. But you can't go back and tighten up. He said, it just doesn't exactly. work. Better. I said, well, I never forget that. So it kind of reminded me of that. Boy. I agree. I agree. All right, Mr. Rogers. Um, tell us, where can people find you on social media if they want to find out a little bit more about you or maybe have a question or just want to see, you know, what you do? Is there any, are you um, on so- Facebook, I, Instagram? I'm on Instagram. I would say ant underscore joyriders. Ant underscore joyriders. All right. Yes. Yeah, they oh. can find me there. All right. And what what parting advice do you want to give listeners out there about this line of work? Either either one you do the healthcare or the trucking. What 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 advice do you want to leave them with? Nothing comes easy. Hard work pays off. Period. Right. Um, you can't do it overnight. There's absolutely no way to do it overnight unless you hit the lottery. <laughs> yeah, it's, it it takes time. And but anyone who tells you different, um, I disagree with them. Things mm-hmm. take time. Yeah. Okay. Well, as we come to the close of this episode of What's Up Aboard, I want to thank our esteemed guest, Mr. Anthony D. Rogers, for dropping by the lab and sharing his experiences with this transportation industry. And I want to leave you guys with this parting thought. Many times people are quick to say that they don't think so-and-so can be successful at this adventure or that product. 
and they possibly mean well, but that doesn't always come off that way. In a world filled with a plethora of doubters, it's refreshing to get some positive support every now and then. We would behoove ourselves if we stop trying to tell everyone that they can't do something, especially when they're already doing it. My name is Ward, and thank you guys for listening to What's Up With Ward, the podcast. Thank you, Mr. Rogers. Thanks.